0: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot
1: Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going in Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Steve Larson's Going in Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night, bye bye Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you're going to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Filmed live at Twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. And of course, found wherever audio podcasts can be found if you're listening to the sounds of my voice. Do us a big favor, man. Leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It really helps boost the exposure of Going In Raw. Uh, for us to get a five-star review hell if you think we're a one-star podcast by all means drop us a one-star review absolutely uh yeah and then of course we also have bonus content if you like going in raw if you like our daily news breeze if you like our podcast reviews uh we also have uh bonus content via friendo club tv you can become a friendo club tv member right now by going to patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, kick in five bucks. You get five bonus episodes every single week. You can also get there by joining us as a YouTube channel member, youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. All I do is click join, and then every day on the community wall, Monday through Friday, we post up that bonus content Uh, in the audio realm. If you're an audio listener, we also post the majority of our bonus content as audio uh, clips or as, as audio podcasts as well. Yeah, it shows yeah. up in your RSS feed. You can import it from uh, Patreon directly into whatever podcast app you use, except Spotify. Mm. Doesn't work for Spotify, Larson. Um, and then, of course, if you throw us a Twitch sub or on the twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson every day, the link goes out. I need to get back onto, uh, at the end of every week, posting mm. retroactively the content for that way. I keep on meaning to do that. Uh, I will make it part of my routine. Um, These days, if somebody hits me up in my DMs on Twitter and they're like, hey, uh, I just threw you guys a Twitch sub. Uh, Can I get the bonus content? Then I'll just just write them back and give them bonus content. Uh, So, yeah. Anyways. Uh, Kicking things off real quick here. Awful Waffle here in the Twitch chat has donated a dollar and said, is it just me or did Taz's promo make it look like he's the one fighting Mox at Fighter Fest? (laughs) Not Brian Cage. He says that was weird. Good thing Cage started talking for once. Yeah, Taz is doing all the talking. It's like he has the bone to pick with Mox. Yeah, no. Hey, Mox, you doing my shtick. Uh, no. Anyways, probably the biggest news coming out of tonight are two pretty cool signings. One person I had never even heard of because I don't watch AW Dark. Um, yeah. The other person I was very familiar with because I'm a, I, I like that NWA stuff. And of course, well, he's uh,
2: a, a veritable auteur as well, uh, doing his own uh, uh, video packages on internets and such.
1: Ricky Starks. I don't know if he's directing these things, but you gotta check out oh, his amazing. Twitter account because amazing. this dude ha- I this guy has got some filmmaking skills or whoever he's working with. I don't want I want to make mm-hmm. sure I'm giving credit or credits due. So whomever is yes. responsible for this stuff, uh my God, these like his yeah, these are really cool. This dude has got everything going for him, man. Stroke daddy, absolute Ricky Starks is now yeah. with AEW after the episode aired Tony Khan have made it official on Twitter and did the whole picture with he standing there and it says Ricky Starks is AEW uh and then they did the same thing for uh, uh Abaddon. Abaddon 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 I know you got to let me say really it cool. so I can remember how to say it properly Abaddon. This is rad like this this chick is rad man this was crazy this was like some out of WCW.
2: Yeah now that is awesome. and and her uh, Abaddon is all elite uh, still was really cool that they, they you know had like a glowing background behind her and she was all scary looking in front of it and it was all atmospheric and frightening and such
1: it's a uh, this is I, I mean this is either like a really good render. Or it's like straight up like a digital painting of some sort. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. It looks like something out of a horror it's comic Next book. level. It's next level. It's good stuff. Uh,
2: the only thing that was disappointing, and, and this is a minor thing about Ricky Stark's debut, is that when he did his promo on the Tron, it was typical AEW promo. I want to see one of his efforts. You
1: I know agree. What I mean? They let they let uh, uh, Darby Allen do his little uh, black and white filmmaking series. Um, I mean, hey, maybe, uh, maybe it was short notice. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they had their own idea and, and he didn't pipe up. I don't know. But here's the thing I'm hoping that, like, what we saw, it was simply for the TNT title debut thing. And then we're going to maybe be reintroduced to him via what we know he can do these awesome. These things Mm -hmm. will, these things blow, these little short films of his, they blow out of the water anything AEW does, anything WWE does, anything flipping Impact does. Impact has some cool stuff. Anything Impact does, anything New Japan does, this stuff is awesome, and they need to run this stuff.
2: Yeah, the one he did, I can't remember which, uh, it wasn't the last one, but it was a little bit
1: back, like had a
2: a, a very strong Kubrick vibe.
1: It did, it totally did, it was like, yeah, like the shot of him in that like weird house thing. Yeah. And it was just, oh, it was frame perfect. It was totally symmetrical. All the, yeah. all the hallmarks of Kubrick were there, man. Yeah, yeah. I want to know who's yeah. doing his stuff or if it's him. What is he yeah. doing in pro wrestling? This guy should be directing, like, motion pictures, dude.
2: I mean, he should, but maybe he just realized, I mean, he should be doing TV. If you want to do uh, long-form storytelling and, and kind of do what you want to do and not have to uh, uh, rely on the whims of the studios, you got to go with the television, man. How That's about what this? That's what do like, real good, long-form, uh, uh, complex storytelling. Television, not films anymore.
1: Somebody needs to get this guy. Okay, I like where you're coming from. Somebody needs to get Ricky Starks, or whomever is directing his stuff, to uh, to uh direct the Straight to Netflix series. I don't know what I call it Straight to Netflix. The Netflix series. Netflix original. The Netflix original Drive TV series adaptation. There you go. Because that stuff... He could be the new drive man. Stroke Daddy yeah. is the drive guy. Yeah, <laughs> is the yeah. Ryan Gosling guy. I'd yeah. rather see that than Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, man. Me too. Blind me too. man here says WWE they got top tier videos. Not like this. Not like no, this. No, 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 these no. These are cinematic, no, no, no. cinematic masterpieces. Yeah,
2: these are really
1: good.
3: Anyways, he Re- was in
1: a match that uh, Cody buried him again. So. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what, man? Our friend o Mikey Omega, uh, hit me up tonight. It was like. Hey, Brian Cage is gonna lose to Mox, and I was like, yeah. "Yeah," and then he's probably gonna fade into obscurity like Lance Archer has after he yeah.
2: faced Cody. He's sitting ringside like everybody else, and not that. <laughs> it's like they brought Lance Archer in. Is like, all right, we're gonna put you in a program with Cody. Cool.
1: Am I gonna win at the end? Mm-mm. What am I oh, gonna okay. do next? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I gonna be on a rampage afterwards? Eh. Mm. Yeah, I mean we can give you a, you be a rampage of catering. We got, we got a pretty good spread over there.
2: <laughs> Help yourself to the prime rib. There you go. Oh man.
1: Anyways. You can get
2: an end piece and a middle piece. So you get the one piece with all the seasoning and the and the good uh, crust on the outside, and you get a nice uh, medium rare piece from the middle, best of both worlds.
1: He's like, Look, man, I'm here to work. I'm here to I'm here to make an impact. I'm like, us oh, this is an impact. No, I like mean impact. I want to you were there before. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then and then Jake's over here. there Jake's over there catering. Goddamn, Lance, get over here. This stuff's so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't uh, have this in the accountability, Crib.
2: Oh gosh. DDP <laughs> <laughs> eaten eighteen eggs a day.
1: <laughs> I'm tired of damn eggs. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, AEW is fun, though. It was cool. Yeah, Set up some There's stuff for Friday really Fest. It, it, was, it,
2: was, it, was, it was heavy on tag team wrestling, and all the matches were good. Yeah, they're good matches. Uh, yeah, even this even this opening tag bout for the tag titles, you got Kenny and Paige taking on the Natural Nightmares. Listen, we all know Natural Nightmares got no chance to win this match.
1: Yeah, right.
2: Needless to say, it's always fun to see, what, 50-year-old Dustin doing Canadian Destroyers, doing uh, 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 Frankensteiners, yeah, doing stuff that uh, we never thought we'd get to see him do in it his it days it as gold dust. QT Marshall does a, b- a bunch of cool stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and uh, you know they, they told a fun story. And you know what? Now that I'm used to Kenny not being the focal point, not going after titles, he has really become like, uh, 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 I don't know the exact term before it. He's working in service of others and not himself. Yeah. Like the like the thing about the the vast majority of this match is he was the one getting isolated. He was the one getting beat up. Yeah. So when Hangman gets a hot tag, it's Hangman that looks like the star.
1: Yeah. I don't I don't not huge on that to be honest with you, man.
2: I've gotten used to it.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm still resistant. I'm still uh I'm still anti. Because here's it, the thing it, about it, Kenny.
2: Go ahead. Here's the thing about Kenny, you said this before, it's it's not a one to one analogy. But when Bray was losing all the time, and they're like, gosh, there's ruining Bray, like the original version of Bray. And you kept on saying, you know what? It just takes one match, one win for him to turn it all around. And that's, what, that's the same thing with Kenny. Because remember, uh, leading up to that, that uh, pack match, the one that was on TV, that was amazing. We were like, what are they doing with him? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what's the deal? And he has that match, and it, is, it is mind-blowingly good. And you just know he, still, he could still do it. You know, he's working in service. Of others in the company to develop them and uh, what she said um yeah and if if when the time comes where his number is called and like uh, all right kenny see we need you to be the guy yeah he could still step up that's not gonna happen though
1: that's not gonna happen they have too many years of thing man i i, I that's that's my fear that's why i'm i'm not i'm i haven't gotten used to it and i'm, I'm resistant to it because they have too many big like names like that. I think that Kenny is going to be totally fine uh, uh, stepping aside for because Kenny is Kenny is there for life. Kenny is there. I think at this point to sort of play businessman and set everybody else up so that yeah, AEW totally. will live for a long time and yeah. they have plenty. If Kenny disappeared tomorrow, at this point, though, given the way that he has been booked and the way that I guess he's booked himself, if he disappeared tomorrow, AEW'd be fine. Yeah, um, I don't like that because Kenny is special. And dude, you know what? You know what's funny is that like I was starting to get used to it, and then I saw a clip somewhere somehow. Oh, I think it was in the lead up to the greatest wrestling match ever. Is that like mm-hmm. somebody posted a clip of an Omega Okada Omega match, Omega and I was like, matches. oh, yeah, yeah. I miss yeah. that. I mean, there's plenty of Kenny Omega matches I've never seen that I can go back and watch. But, Mm -hmm. man, when I think of this dude as being, like, a spotlight guy and he's stepping aside for everybody else, um, I appreciate every little bit of Kenny Omega I get, and I appreciate a guy who's selfless. I do. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the selfish part of me, the big Kenny Omega part of me, uh, fan fan in me, really just wants to see him push to the top. I hope we get that Mox Kenny Omega. I hope he's the guy that takes it off and maybe – this Hangman-Kenny stuff, maybe that's going to lead to Kenny actually putting Hangman over, and Hangman will get the title from him down the line. Mm-hmm. I hope that's going to be the case, because I think Kenny's got a lot to offer on a big in a, in a bigger role. But yeah, yeah. Remains to be what seen. Was
2: up, what was up with, uh, I mean, they treat Kenny like the star tonight, because everybody else in this match got a job or entrance.
1: Is he the only it, one? Hangman didn't yeah. get the entrance? Hangman didn't Not get the, an entrance? I don't believe so, no. Oh, wow. I didn't even notice that
2: natural nightmares were there and I'm like, why is Paige out there? Unless I looked away and, and Paige like quantum leap to the ring. Oh, I know. So I like
1: didn't it. see the first three minutes. I didn't see the first. That's why.
2: Oh, okay. okay. Because I was like, why is Paige getting the job entrance mm-hmm. That was a head scratcher.
1: Yeah. So Yeah, and I mean look, dude, here's the thing. I mean a lot of people here in chat are saying, you know, this this Kenny Hangman thing, it ain't gonna last. And yep. you know that hangman is gonna be a big, big star. Uh, who is this saying this here? Uh, uh, David uh, Corperial. What a cool name. Says I think he's going to go back to the cleaner after he turns on hangman. I mean, they might say, Hey, Kenny, we need you at your, at your most devious heel um, mm-hmm. to take on hangman. That could be, that could be the case. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, um, I'd, I'd like to see, I'd like to see him in, in a, in a high profile spot with that title. I feel like that title is just kind of going to waste on Mox. I know he's a big, big name. Uh but uh, you know, I'd like to see uh Kenny do some cool stuff, man.
2: Yeah, I'd be interested to see if they would roll the dice with one of the uh the, the BTE originals as world champ and see how that 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 fares for him. Yeah. Rather than putting it on former WWE guys, you know.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um I understand the I understand the business philosophy behind it, but uh but hey man, the, the elite brought brought them to the dance, you know? Yeah. So yeah. uh so let's let's do that. Um so Larson uh, in the end, with this match, why did it go south for QT Marshall?
2: QT Marshall, uh, he missed a mood salt. That's
1: why. Because Allie came down.
2: Well, she just walked down, and he—it wasn't like he was super distracted when she came down.
1: Oh man, he just, he missed just the mood salt. He was just like, oh, oh, oh.
2: But here's the thing: he misses that mood salt, and he gets beat the heck by Paige and Omega. And he was kicking out of stuff.
1: It wasn't until he hit their finish. He's trying to and make, he yeah. He's trying to impress down. her, man. He's trying to impress her. Still trying to seal know, the I don't deal. I
2: think as an idea. Commentary is on the idea that it wasn't like so much. I didn't feel like he was distracted during the mood salt. It was once she was out there. It was he wanted to impress her with his grit and his determination. And kept on kicking out of stuff. Yeah. And if that's the if that's the inspiration, what harm is there in that?
1: Yeah. None, I guess. Yeah. But none, you know, still none harm. She comes out, isn't that, that's going to be the story here though. It's like a weird Kafkaesque thing with like Allie. She's like totally cool and totally normal and she's inspirational to him. And yet for some reason, from an unknown reason, everybody hates her.
2: <laughs> well, it's like some weird, well, here's the thing is like QT doesn't have a stellar record to begin with. It's yeah. not like he was a, a winning wrestler, uh, you know, met her and started to lose. Uh, I know natural nightmares. I think they're five and O or something like that since they become a team. Now five and one, I guess. But prior to that, uh, I don't think dark
1: matches AEW dark. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you, but I did. AEW dark matches true or false? They should count for half a point.
2: Well, they don't have a point system; it's wins and losses.
1: Did you? I I'm sorry. A win should mean for half a win. No, I mean because it's part of canon. I know, but dude, when you look at the little lower thirds thing there, when it shows the results from dark, it's always a name. Defeated a jobber
2: no, I know. <laughs> name I know. defeated
1: a jobber. I know it's Trust hilarious. Me, I know I pay attention it's hilarious. To that too. Those are not real matches
2: I mean, I like the QT. He was a, 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 a DDP bestowed upon him the diamond cutter So now he is the steward of the diamond cutter
1: officially. Yeah, that was cool. That's we cool. saw. yeah We saw a diamond cutter man. That was we cool. saw a diamond cutter. Yeah,
2: but yeah, it's gonna be this thing where where uh, it's gonna be uh, just bad luck where Allie comes out right before the finish of like every match and he's going to lose mm-hmm. and they're going to blame her for it. Yeah. Even though it's not her, it's like, she's not causing the loss in any way.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe just stay backstage. Like if you're going to show up with somebody, why is she showing up late anyways? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. That's a solid question to ask. Anyways, uh, he eats Like you said, he eats a bunch of offense from the champs keeps kicking out, but then they hit the last call for the win. Uh, this was not a, was this a tag title match? No, was it? Yeah. yeah, Oh God, man. Missed opportunity for the nightmare
2: beat up at the end of this too.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, he's got a lot on his plate.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done. Well, I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. well,
1: So they're really hyping up Anna J tonight, yeah. uh, but that was just a big swerve because it she got like murdered. A
2: situation.
1: She got yeah, she got murdered by Abaddon. There you go. So Abaddon comes out and Abaddon is this, is this uh, very dim- like sort of like Rosemary, but mm-hmm. way creepier. If the I didn't even know that was possible. The contact lenses and it looks like her face is burnt around so it looks like it
2: the one the one i that has the the kind of milkier contact yeah. i mean the way that she did her makeup it looks like her flesh was rotting almost <laughs>
1: right you yes know? it was legit creepy man it was she uh, a good yeah. lot of, of it's outstanding of presentation. it's outstanding it's so presentation um so anyway she's no selling the crap out of uh, anna j the magi- is she supposed to be a magician like a no, like no a-
2: she's the the real star
1: yeah she's like supposed to be a showman right Cause she
2: has like a top I did, hat. Yeah. I just yeah. think
1: Anna J. I think Ricky J. the the magician. Oh
2: man, he was a great magician. You know, mm. he could throw a playing card
1: through a, a melon. Yeah, I know. That's insane. He was also in Deadwood. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, what's wrong? And he was Eddie? A Boogie Hey, nice. hey, Eddie, what's wrong? <laughs> uh, no sigh. Anyways, uh, so yeah. Anyway, she hits a basement runner for the. Yeah, that was rad too. Her finishes. I I love. I'm a big fan yeah, of the basement cool. Rana man. That looks great. Anyways, uh, Brody Lee and the Dark right. Order come out to ringside after uh, uh, Abaddon wins. Um, uh, of course, Colt Cabana starts <laughs> sniffing him out. Uh, Stu uh, Grayson and Uno Evil Uno walk to walk up to Colt Cabana. They give him a Manila envelope. Uh, Colt opens it. Mm-hmm. Brody nods at him like, Ah, look, I've got an official contract here. And then the Dark Order, yeah. for whatever reason, they help Anna J out of the ring because uh, they like losers in their group. Uh, they know maybe, perhaps, that they can't they they couldn't afford to get uh, Abaddon, but they can totally afford to get Anna J because she's a failed wrestler now.
2: Oh wow! No, losing wrestler, not a failed wrestler. If she were a failed wrestler, she would have been signed by All Elite. A failed wrestler <laughs> would be someone who failed at being a wrestler. She is a wrestler. For now, not she just hasn't really won. Yeah, as a wrestler, right? On failed wrestler, television. right? No, that's a losing wrestler, failed wrestler, someone who tried to be a wrestler and failed at that endeavor.
1: Can we compromise and say she's a failing wrestler?
2: Well, we'll see what uh, if she joins Dark Order, how that works out for her.
1: All right, she'll get a number.
2: I think it's uh, too soon to tell if she's a failing wrestler. This is it's the second time she's been on Dynamite, so it's too soon to tell.
1: After that, we had a, a what should have been a squash match because Billy Gunn is massive. Uh, and he was taken on MJF, enormous. who, in comparison, is, is so tiny. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. it didn't go that way because there was a lot of just madness going on around the ring. Wardlow was out there. He started messing around with uh, the Jungle Crew, the Jungle, what do they call Jurassic Express? What? That was after the match, yeah. Uh, wasn't that like during the match, though? Because like Billy Gunn comes out there. Who? Wardlow was messing with somebody. Billy Gunn yeah, comes Billy out Yeah, Billy Gunn came out there because he was in the match. Uh, No, no, no. I meant like during the match, like he left the ring and that that allowed Wardlow to get the ring to MJF.
2: No, Billy what left the ring to go to uh, to bring MJF back through the tunnel to bring him back on the ring. And And then there was a bit where Wardlow got in the on the apron. Billy punched him off, and while he's punching him off, that's when uh, Wardlow tossed the ring to to MJF. Yeah, yeah, but I swear until after did... the ma- it wasn't until after the match that Jurassic Express got involved.
1: Yeah, no, I know, but there was just a it was just a mess. Oh, like at one point, like yeah, no, yeah. when they went to MJF and he had the ring, wasn't Billy Gunn like attacking Wardlow at that point? When yeah, he threw key... him at the barricade. Yeah, and he's exactly he left the ring. That's what I just said. So then he gets back in. Yeah, I was a... disputing that. I was disputing that. He said he didn't leave the ring. No, I said he I said he left the ring first of all to go and get MJF back in from the tunnel. Well that wasn't that's not what I'm talking about. I just said that. Okay. Anyways. So uh he ate a shot from the ring, which I still think that Billy Gunn is so big that he would have like easily just absorbed the hand that had that ring on it. He's a huge human being. He shouldn't be selling anything MJF's He's giving massive. Him. He is huge. Anyway Although
2: MJF did do a pretty thorough job of working over his legs, so I guess he could sell that.
1: No, at the beginning of the match, MJF was like, you know, he was respecting the strength of Billy Gunn. Uh, And, I mean, Billy Gunn is old, so I guess there's that. It's just I think it's, you know, Billy Gunn is so – those old WWF guys were huge, man. They're huge. Yeah, he's enormous. He's enormous.
2: So after MJF gets the win, he clocks Billy with the diamond ring, pins him for the win. Uh, Their ringside, Jungle Boy does get in MJF's face after the match. Luchasaurus goes after Wardlow brawl breaks out wrestlers jump over the barricade to try to break it up
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh yeah and that just ends up it's funny because the scrum just or the the <laughs> there's a lot of was a lot of milling about tonight like during that young bucks match oh my god there were like three other tag teams just sort of milling about
2: yeah yeah
1: doing a whole lot of nothing um so yeah anyways a yeah, big scrum. i felt
2: like ftr on that match came out like way earlier than they were supposed to
1: and they were so, like, mellow. There was, like, no... They were just... I mean, Dax had a drink. Yeah, he had a drink, and he seemed to be more focused on that. I'm like, dude, that, somebody already has that gimmick? It's called Hangman Page.
2: Yeah. Anyways. Next, uh, Les Sex Gods interview. Uh, they're asked, why did they beat down Orange Cassidy? And Jericho asked uh, Marvez why he had such a fat head.
1: Uh, he's like, everybody loves Cassidy. He started talking about the blood orange stuff, uh, and then he juiced... Uh, he said he said he had the audacity to interrupt the inner circle twice. Uh, he said they beat Cassidy. Oh yeah, and then uh, Guevara says they beat Cassidy to a pulp, and they're going to do the same to the best friends.
2: Yeah, and they lost They're real friends. Yeah, they're they're more than friends.
1: They're family. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: next, we got a Brit Baker. They're interview. blood brothers. That's what he said. That's what it was. Yeah, blood yeah. brothers.
1: Um, oh, Jordan Britt Devlin's Baker. head is the biggest. He will long heavy said that. that's yeah that's a guy you don't want to make fun of his head cuz that's like legitimately huge yeah he's got a large head I have a like I have a big head I have so a long. weird I have a weird you don't have a big head I have a bigger head yeah I do it. my head is like all weirdly shaped too yeah but you're I mean you might you've got like a good bobble head though like yours is like a nicely it, shaped head mine is well, like a weird back. if it that's why back. if I ever have to shave my head if I go bald it's like a weird shape
2: Mine goes back a good ways.
1: There's like weird lumps in it too.
2: I'm like a, a xenomorph, like I
1: got a long head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of have an alien shaped head. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Britt Baker's Anyways. amazing. I wore I wore this shirt. Usually nowadays, I just jog in this shirt because I took the sleeves off. It's like I don't care. I'm gonna wear it on the air because this is, this is my favorite. She is absolutely mm-hmm. great. She she's so good. She should be an NXT man. She's so good. Yeah, she is. She should be in NXT. She's so good. <laughs> Gosh. what is she doing so wasting night, her time In AEW Larson
2: early earlier night We didn't mention this during the, the opening tag match She was she had an apparatus set up Where she was oh
1: really that was so Good the, why
2: did I forget about that Shivani um, so It was a pulley interview. system yeah it was <laughs> So uh, it was announced That uh, Hikaru Shida be defending the women's title Against Penelope Ford at Fighter Fest And uh, Brits wonder why uh, Tony waddled Her words down <laughs> To tell her that uh, and she's she gives Tony the business, says, You're on friendship timeout, and asks Reba to get her out of there. And then but Reba's not driving the field cart. It's Swole. And so she's pulling away. And then she calls Britt a trick.
1: Yeah. And a heifer.
2: A little heifer.
1: A little heifer. Yeah, that was good. I like the shout out That's to the where favorite. to now uh, Stephanie thing, but she's the where to now yeah. doctor. That yeah. was good. That, that this whole thing was really good. And then you it know she peels out, and, and and Britt Baker's like freaking out. This was awesome. This was really good stuff. Um, I love that they're using Britt so much while she's injured. It's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, uh, Cody comes down, and it's time for his open challenge. Let's bury a young talent. Uh, 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 time. This was a really awkward promo he delivered tonight too. Yeah, he was like, uh, so, uh, so I don't know, mate, look, a lot of people on the Twitters in our comments are speculating that Cody uh, might be going, might be turning heel. And I yeah. wonder if this was like the first maybe sign of that beyond him, like, you know, wrestling heel or last week or whatever. Um, anyways, his promo is all about being alone. He's like, am I even in the elite anymore? He's like, is the nightmare family really a family? Uh, he's like, you know, last week I got, uh, I got beat up by, uh, by, I don't know. Who is it? Hager, the inner circle, something like that. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, there was no hangman. There was no, uh, Kenny here. There was no bucks. Nobody was here. Nobody helped me. So, uh, here you go. I'm going to give the mic to, uh, Arn Anderson now. Yeah.
2: And, uh, Arn tells Cody, I don't think you're ready for Hager yet. Way to inspire your, your, your client. Yeah. But I brought in someone. That uh, you, Cody, can wrestle and hone your skills.
1: Yeah, the perfect, the perfect uh, avatar, the perfect uh, replacement I know. for Jake Hager, I know. <laughs> Ricky Starks. I know. So Ricky Starks shows up
2: on the Tron. Uh, he gets promo. Uh, he talks about how the TNT title match is the perfect chance to get his foot in the door in AEW, establish himself. Uh, he talks about living in his car, and he says the only thing he had when he's living in his car was work ethic and grit
1: and three dollars. He had three dollars.
2: And the bit at the end where he's talking about tying his, his shoes tighter
1: and stuff like that, that was really good. Dude, he's so good. He's so he's on really the good. mic. He is so good.
2: Yeah, he's great. He's
1: it's going to be interesting. I, I can't wait till, again, I say this every week in every recap we do. I can't wait till fans are back. Because, like, in the NWA, is interesting with their studio setup. You have, like, that weird wall of bleachers and fans there, right? Yeah. To see this guy in front of. 5,000 people or whatever, 8,000 people. That's mm-hmm. going to be cool, man. That's going to be really mm-hmm. special. I can't wait for mm-hmm. that.
2: I know. I know. So that was a decent enough match, but, you know, uh, I mean, Arn permit said at the beginning this was like a practice match, an exhibition. You mm-hmm. know? I know it was for the title and all, but it was not a match where, was, where Arn was expecting serious competition for Cody. This is a warm-up.
1: Yeah, yeah. Arn was basically saying uh, Cody is not taking this seriously. He's going to bury this new young signee. Mm-hmm. with this match. We are looking past him, and uh, sure enough, uh, that's Hager. what Cody yes. did. Uh, yes. Yeah. He, uh,
2: yeah. He yeah. hit a, a crossroads to get the win. Well, they could, uh, there was
1: yeah. a spear involved, though. That was cool.
2: There was a spear, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Starks was going for a double underhook-type move. Cody escapes that. There was a bunch of roll-ups back and forth between the two of them, and then uh, Cody gets a crossroads mm-hmm. for the win.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but that's cool, man. Man, I'm excited about Ricky Starks being there.
2: Same, same. He's great. Uh, Next, we had the Super Badge Squad, Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian taking on the Young Bucks. Matt Jackson, FPOS rib tape for this
1: match. Yeah, dude. It wasn't uh, uh, wasn't up to his nipples, basically. It wasn't even close to that, man. It didn't even go up to like, it was like barely to his rib cage. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it was like just around his waist a little bit. It might have barely touched a short rib. Barely, barely. Uh, He's not looking. Jimmy Havoc goes right after it. Yeah. Um, Uh, This was a really fun match, though. Yeah, no, this is fun stuff.
2: Even though there was Butcher and the Blade, got. Let me ask you
1: something. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was a lot of milling about in this match.
2: Yeah. Uh, What do you prefer in terms of packaging? I know Butcher and the Blade, their ring gear, usual ring gear is really cool. But I feel like the stuff they wear, they sit ringside. It's so diametrically opposed. I actually
1: kind of like it more. Okay. I love it except for one tiny, tiny, tiny detail. The butcher looks, the blade looks fine. The butcher looks great in white. I just, whenever I see a nine inch nail shirt, I can't help but think of Hot Topic. All right. And so like he was wearing a, a white nine inch nail shirt and I'm like, dude, get rid of the nine inch nails logo. Look. Look. We all like Trent Reznor. We know what he's done for music. He's a pioneer. But Nine Inch Nails, like the logo, is just a Hot Topic thing now. So ditch that. And uh, and just wear like a a white shirt. He looks menacing. He looks so menacing. And I love the way that he eats the shatter machine because Mm -hmm. he doesn't really jump into it. No, He just eats it. Them dudes have to work for it, and it looks gnarly, and it looks awesome. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. If it was up to me, I'd say, look, FTR, they're like, you know, put them around the same territory as like uh, the Nightmare guys. Put them in that area. They're good hands. Butcher in the blade. <whistles> straight, straight to the, to the top. top eh? Straight to the top. All right. They look amazing. They do. Really?
2: They really do. Yeah, dude. They really do. Uh, fun match you mentioned Butcher the blade they were talking trash uh, to the young bucks, and then eventually they jump over the barricade get on the apron uh, uh, Jimmy Havoc produces a, a wet floor sign hits Matt in the ribs with it gets a two, and that's when FTR just kind of ambulates uh, down to the ring <laughs> um, The saunters down Dax has a drink uh, And then they kind of disappear. I don't know where they went. They're still there because they show up later um, But you didn't really see them. Uh, Penelope Ford gets involved she gets that wet floor sign, uses that, too. Towards the end, the young buck's up for a Melsa driver. Uh, and so uh, Nick is on the apron ready to do the, the springboard thing, butchering the blader on one side, FTR is on the other side of the floor. So he's looking at them. Meanwhile, Matt is pushed into Nick. That allows Kip Sabian, who at one, at one point started bleeding from his ear. Yeah. Uh, he has coup de gras uh, covers. Nick gets back in to break up the pin. Um, Matt then shows havoc into Sabian. Hits a Northern lives, or double Northern Lights on both of them. Nick gets the tag. We get a super kick party from them. They do this great bit where uh, they put uh, uh, Jimmy Havoc that was awesome. in, in Kip's arms and Tombstone. Yeah. Kick his knees so he has to Tombstone Jimmy Havoc. And then he hit a double uh, Kamagoye on Kip. For that was really cool. That was great. So, as soon as the bell rings, Butcher and the Blade are in, in, in the ring to attack the Young Bucks. FTR get in there too. They first start fighting with the Sabian and Havoc and then turn their attention towards Butcher and the Blade. They hit Goodnight, Express, Shatter Machine on Butcher. And then the Young Bucks and FTR both hit Mindbreakers on Blade and Jimmy Havoc, respectively. And the kind of little thing where, like, anything you could do, I could do better things.
1: Yeah, I dug that. I like when they did the super kick thing um, in front of them. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, man, we got to have a conversation about FTR, though, dude. Like, what? remember in, in WWE when, I mean, regardless if they were heels or faces, which most of the time they were heels, were they ever, yeah. fa- were they ever faces no. on main roster? No.
2: No.
1: Yeah. No. Um, They had that swagger about them like when that say yeah when that music kicked in and then the we go hard they came out and they they moved with their like hips swiveling you know they look they looked like what their gimmick really was you know what i mean like these yeah. guys are old school tough Arn Tully type guys you know what i mean mm-hmm. they had that thing and then even when they would do Like that short period of time when they were with uh, Shane and Drew as like their their tag team of the faction of that very, very, very short lived thing. Even when they were with Randy Orton and he'd see them talking, they were in character, right? Yeah. And they carried themselves because they understood what their characters were. I fear that FTR at this point is just those guys. It's just them. Without yeah. any hint of character, mm-hmm. in which case they have to rely on their actual personalities for to to carry them as characters, which when you nail your character so good in WWE, it's difficult to sh- like to rely on that when you don't have the thing that you're doing before to rely on. And I know that the matches are going to be really, really good. There's already a lot of really, really good wrestling tag teams in AEW.
2: I'll I'll toss this out for you to consider. So they've said that FTR essentially means whatever you want to be. Yeah. What if they're making their characters purposely bland for the same reason?
1: Okay, continue. Our characters whatever you want them to be. Oh, that's terrible. No, that's awful. I (laughs) thought you were going to have an idea. (laughs) No, that was the idea. Left open to interpretation.
2: Yeah, our characters whatever you want them to be. (laughs)
1: LTI, left to interpretation. Oh man, yeah, I don't like that idea
2: uh, Speaking of characters, Taz has beef with Mox About uh, his character uh, <laughs> You know, he's talking about So, uh, myself Taz, not me My uh, Taz and Brian Cage Like, What were we doing last week at Dynamite Before we were interrupted with Mox running his mouth We were hanging out in our trailer Chilling, drinking whey protein And they heard Mox <laughs> going on and on uh, About how he's going to pop uh, Brian Cage's head like a pimple
1: <laughs> ta- Wait Taz ta- Taz said he was drinking protein. Whey protein, dr- yeah. He might have been drinking chocolate milk while Brian Cage He was said, drinking. we
2: were drinking whey protein. That's what muscle guys do.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I forgot Pretty about funny. that.
2: And then Taz says he was doing the misery gimmick 20 years before Mox. And then Cage talks. He says, I wish this fighter fest was now. He's like, I don't know. I want to do more. To drop Mox on his head or take that AEW title. And Taz says, why not
1: both? Uh, in kayfabe, why was Brian cage hanging out outside at a parking lot, like an outdoor parking lot near the freeway in his, overpass his gear. In, his, in his ring gear? Why was he doing that?
2: The only thing <laughs> I think of that's like behind the football stadium.
1: I really wish that he was acting self-conscious at the time. He was like, <laughs> I, well, mean, I mean, if I, look... if I looked like him, I would, I would, be I, I would probably like... be wearing my underwear all day long. Yeah. And man. it'd be like a thong oh, underwear that... too. That's I agree. Enormous. I'm just saying, it looks goofy. It looks like an old WCW thing. Uh, right, that was a point. So you're probably right. And So after that, we had Mox's response. And uh, yeah, what did he say? I don't know. I fell asleep during that. He, said, hey, he, think, was,
2: he was like a meandering thing. He's like, who can stop Taz and Cage and never answer the question? He says, they think it's a good idea to step in the ring with the champ. Wasn't that what Kevin Nash said as he was, <laughs> as he was impersonating Goldberg?
1: Yeah. Uh, Are you ready that to wrestle the champ? microphone toy? Yeah. Oh, that's
2: what it was. And he says, I'm the judge, jury, and executioner of AEW, the one who makes hedge roll. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Yeah. I mean, he had intensity and stuff, and there was a couple of decent minds uh, uh, and whatnot, but it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense.
1: No, man, that title's being wasted. Gareth here says uh, Taz was in there chugging muscle milk. Uh, that's great. You know, you got to actually work out after that. No, oh, It's good. It just builds muscle. Taz, you need to work out to take advantage of it. Oh, it's good. We're watching TV. We're going to watch. Supermarket, su- supermarket showdowns on. <laughs> supermarket showdown. They got this channel called Buzzer on Pluto TV. It's all, it's all game shows from like the 80s. Oh, match games on. <laughs> match games on. Hey, give me another muscle milk.
2: Uh, so next week we got Sammy Guevara taking on Matt Hardy. That'll be good. Yeah, we got Brody Lee and Colt Cabana. I guess that was what the contract was taking on, on Sonny Kiss and Joey Janella. That'll be good. Uh, we get Wardlow versus versus sorry, Luchasaurus. Crap,
1: man, they're get wait a second. Sonny Kiss and Joey what? Janella are just gonna job out to Brody and Colt next week. Uh, After they had Janella maybe. with that with that promo.
2: Unless they, the uh, Sonny and Janela can win because there is a dysfunction between Brody and Colt Cabana.
1: Maybe Colt takes the loss and Brody's like, okay, do you see now why you need to be under my wing? That kind of thing? Maybe. I Maybe hope so. Guy, yeah. All right. Or,
2: All right. Or, or the opposite, where they don't get along. All right. uh, Natural Nightmare's taken on FTR, and then Mox will be action with Taz on commentary. I wonder if Brian Cage can going to get involved in that one.
1: Joe Juarez says, uh, does muscle milk taste any good? Hell yeah, it tastes like chocolate milk, man. It's great. Depends just, on
2: the flavor. The vanilla is a bit chalky.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. That's yeah. I was gonna. I was literally about to say that. I mean, it's chocolate milk, but like a little bit of chalk in it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. More uh, so.
1: After that, I, think uh, was, I
2: don't know if it's Muscle Milk, a different brand, but there's a, a banana flavored. That's uh, pretty good. Really? Mm.
1: Yeah. It's is there? Is probably a like, strawberry flavor. Have you tried the strawberry?
2: I've not seen the strawberry flavor. I don't like. I'm a person who does not like fake banana flavor. Yeah. Same. Period. Same. And this is fine. This I can drink. It's better than the vanilla.
1: Oh, wow. That's wow. I'll just stick with chocolate, I guess. I don't drink most of the milk. I usually don't either. Yeah. After that, uh, Reba uh, was looking for Brit, finds her in a dumpster covered in trash. Uh, Brit says, where have you been? I've been here for five hours. And Reba's like, well, it's only been an hour. And then Britt fires her and then instantly rehires her, asks where she was. Reba's like, I was in the bathroom. She was like, what the heck? you're here to you're working for me and you're full- time that means 24 hours a day 365 days a year uh, she's wondering where Tony Schiavone was <laughs> and Reba reminds her that she put him on a friendship timeout earlier and she's like okay well that's over I want Tony right now call him now and then uh, Britt brings it she's like why, why'd you bring all these cameras out here why am I lit and then uh, Britt goes to the camera and says well, first,
2: uh, Reba says well I wanted to I wanted to essentially document when I
1: rescued you <laughs> yeah yeah, exactly. This is great stuff. This is great yeah, stuff. Rebel is doing an awesome job. She's awesome. She's this. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, Britt looks in the camera and tells Swole that uh, she'll pay for it. She's going to sue her, make sure she pays fines. Uh, she doesn't work again or something like that. And that she's going to re- uh, regret kidnapping Britt Baker.
2: Yeah, it's good stuff. Let we get her main event. Les Sex Gods versus Best Friends. Matt Hardy joined on commentary. Interesting bit he said was he's going to allow Sammy Guevara to pick what uh, version of Matt Hardy he will face
1: next week. I like that. I like that a lot, man. I think that's so Mm -hmm. clever. Matt Hardy looks in great shape, probably because he only has to deal with wrestling twice a month. Um, And he adds so much to it. I think it's awesome for him.
2: Yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, This is a fun match, Uh, you know, especially towards the end when you thought it was a distinct possibility the best friends were going to get talked into putting up their tag title shot and then lose it. Um, But in the end, thanks to Orange Cassidy, they keep their title shot. So uh, the finish sees Sammy hit Trent with a baseball bat. Floyd got involved a couple times. uh, Hits a shooting star press. Trent kicks out. Uh, Sammy goes for the GTH. Trent escapes that. Sammy runs the ropes. And a camera guy is walking on the floor and just happens to trip up Sammy. Mm -hmm. Um, This allows Trent to to hit the dude buster to get the win and of course camera guy orange cassidy he gets the ring with jericho goes after him ground pounds, pound superman punts and jericho out of the ring and it's made official orange cassidy versus chris jericho will happen at fighter fest
1: yeah that'll be a that'll be a fun match man i think jericho's Mm -hmm. gonna have a lot of fun with that one
2: Mm -hmm.
1: um all right man let's answer some questions sure first up nemo i'm here on the patreon uh, great question. Which friendo created Abaddon, and who signs her W. Steve W. or Fun Wrestling? Pretty sure she was made by. Crap! What was the dude's name that made all those great meaty meat characters? Ooh. Uh, oh God, it's on the tip of my tongue. Same. Uh, eyes. Something about eyes. Ears of Justice. Ears of Justice. There you go. Oh, and to she's totally that. a W. Steve W. Wrestler. Agreed. Yeah. She's like a first. She's like a first pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dang MQ, At this point, it looks like the
2: only recently released W. Talent that will sign with AEW will be Matt Cardona, formerly Zack Ryder, maybe Kurt Hawkins. Impact teased EC3 twice, and Eric Young.
1: Yeah, we'll see how that all works out. Um, uh, I
2: mean, I. I Zack Ryder seems to be the surest bet based on his relationship with Cody, you would think. But I wouldn't be surprised if any any of the former you know, former WB talents that were released back in April signed there. Assuming that, you know, contract offers were extended.
1: Oh, in Impact?
2: No, no, to, to AEW. Like oh. if Rusev showed up at AEW, I wouldn't be surprised. Or Miro, sorry.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if anybody showed up in Impact or AEW. I mean, by all accounts, Impact is treating their employees pretty damn well during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, and people seem to like working there. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised at all. And I think they're going to be something really to look at when fans come back to see what the enthusiasm level is with Impact. Because, dude, I get so many comments from people saying, man, you need to watch Impact, need to watch Impact. I have a hard time getting into it because of the empty arena stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's difficult like I don't know. Like WWE and AEW are fine. Um my my favorite thing these days is NXT again because I think creatively they're they're hitting on all cylinders. But like I don't know. I just I, fans fans really do it for me. I was watching the New Japan Cup the other day and it was cool like it honestly because I hadn't seen New Japan in such a long time. And like they had some really, really fun matchups like Yano and uh uh, 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 Giotto, uh, God, uh not Gato, the other one. Jotto? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They had a match and it was it was hilarious because it's a Yano match. It's gonna be hilarious. But like uh once fans come back, I might try to start checking out Impact again.
2: Uh Die Hard Homer of Blood and Guts with Elite versus Inner Circle doesn't happen due to stadium stampede. Who'd you like to see in that match now?
1: Well, with the blood and guts one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's a different match now, huh?
2: It'd be cool if it was still the Elite, and you get FTR, and you know they find a couple dudes to to have their back. Maybe Cody leaves the Elite, and it's heel Cody with FTR, and somebody else against the rest of the Elite. I would have done this. Page Young Bucks. I'd do this. That's your match.
1: Do the same match you're gonna do. But, but, like, Cody's in it. So it's like Cody, uh, I don't know, Cody, Hangman, Kenny, and the Bucks. Who am yeah, I leaving? I'm leaving out somebody, aren't I? Anyways, it doesn't matter. That oh, it was going to be Matt in that match, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: instead of Cody, it was going to be Matt. Yeah. Okay,
1: so take Matt out, put Cody back in. Cody swir- Cody and Jericho together could be a lot of fun. Cody in the inner circle could be tons of fun. That could be a blast. It might also uh, make the inner circle jump the shark. But who cares? I think that'd be great. Maybe if Jericho wants to go out on tour, you'll have the new alpha in Cody uh, mm-hmm. there to pick up the slack. And he's mm-hmm. a champion, so they'd have gold with them. Yep. Uh, Stevie go. Ray asks, and no, not that Stevie Ray, asks, uh, Power Rank indie Stars to answer the TNT title open challenge.
2: Well, as far as I know, Jeff Cobb still doesn't have a contract. I don't think he re-signed with the Ring of Honor. I remember hearing about it, at least.
1: Mm. So you can have him. Well, I mean, there's the whole, like, Danhausen and Warhorse thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, War Horse's fans are, are clamoring for that, so that might actually happen. Mm-hmm. That could be mm-hmm. fun. So they're Cal. one two. Cal.
2: Have Cal. Cal challenge. Oh, pfft, number one Cal. Cal Jack. Number one. Uh, Christopher Kaufman, this question for you, Steve. Do you mm-hmm. have a permit for those guns?
1: Uh no, I've I've they've I've gone through the background check, but uh I haven't lifted a damn weight in freaking a month, man. So wow. yeah, my gun privilege has been stripped. Wow. But you know me, I'm a real second amendment guy, Larson. Uh Anthony G, uh oh <laughs> he says not really a question, but Abaddon looks like she came out of WCW. <laughs> it's true. totally uh flats three you think
2: we're going to get an eight-man young bucks ftr versus kip jimmy butcher and blade first match involving the young bucks and ftr is together yeah i'd be surprised they did that fighter fest and saved their one-on-one match for for all out
1: yeah i agree uh adrian c why is lance archer so satisfied to sit back and watch these shows from ringside shouldn't he be on a rampage after losing to cody same with Brody Lee after losing a mock. At least Brody Lee is doing something. Brody Lee is running his business. He is yeah. uh, recruiting. He's building for the future. Uh, yeah. Lance Archer is supposed to be a murder hawk, and right now he's just like normal hawk. He's just sitting he's, there doing.
2: The only thing, thing he's murdering is his free time. Apparently doing nothing.
1: I just God, if you're gonna do that, just give him a bucket of popcorn each episode.
2: I know. You, you know? know, humanize the guy giant a little soda and some popcorn. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Omega Advent. What is the more iconic picture? Becky Lynch with her busted nose, or Candice LeRae's entire face covered in blood?
1: For my money, it's Candice LeRae, but popularly, obviously, it's Becky it's Lynch. Becky Lynch, yeah. Uh,
2: Joe Juarez, are we going to get a Dominion live stream?
1: I'm not sure. Jesus, July, when is it? It's July, 13th? right? It's another month. July fifteenth. Thirteenth? 13th. Um, 13th? Oh, I'd be down for that. I'm pretty sure I'd be down for that. I will do it remotely.
2: Yeah. Uh, i have to do it for my garage. Awesome. Asian Myrrh. Steve, did you check out Suzuki versus Nagata? It's brutal. I heard it was really good.
1: Yeah, no, I did. I did. It's, it's, yeah, it is. It's pretty brutal. Very physical. It's good stuff.
2: Uh, Diehard Homer, does Death Triangle have what it takes to be champs when they come back? Imagine all three with titles. Yeah. They can definitely be tag champs in either TNT or world champion. Yeah, I and mean, if they had all the belts, that'd be amazing.
1: I don't really want them to be a thing still. <clears throat> I want Pat. Pat needs to be a loner, man. He's the bastard. He needs to be a loner. Uh, Tom's Dunnigan. Will you be treating the two-night, two-week fighter fest like a pay-per-view event and do predictions? Yeah, I think doing like a watch-along would be cool. If you can swing it, I can probably swing it. I see what I can do. Yeah. Uh,
2: Gareth Nicholas is Abaddon hooked on bath salts.
1: Uh, I like there's,
2: there's 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 something else going on there.
1: Yeah, there, there absolutely seems to be like a uh, supernatural, supernatural
2: uh, element at play there, yes. Yeah, for sure.
1: For sure. Uh, Stephen Hansen, do you see Stroke Daddy Ricky Stark staying long-term with AEW? Nope. I think that guy is going to make a big name for himself in AEW, and then he's going to go where the money follows. If AEW ponies up a bunch of money, they're going to give it to him. If uh, he wants to take it to the— he's, How old is Ricky? He's probably super young, right? Uh, I don't know how old he is. Ricky Stark's age. We'll see if his age is anywhere. Uh, age of seven. He's not seven years old. Let's see here.
2: Uh, uh, Roy Rogers ninety two asked, "Can we have Ricky and Elliot on the next WWE pay per view?" So we'd have Ricky and Elliot on for Extreme Rules.
1: I'd like to have them on for something, but I don't know if mm-hmm. I don't know what their availability is. Um, I'm not sure. Like, yeah, I wouldn't mind doing something with them, but I don't see them doing Definitely. a pay per view with us.
2: Well, Ricky stopped in for a bit for WrestleMania. That was fun.
1: Uh-huh. Uh let's see here. Uh I have no information on his age. So All there right. you go. Maybe he's in his forties, I don't know. Um, let's see here. Do you think Jericho feuding with Cassidy is a way to build him up? Or is it just something to tie Jericho up till the next big thing? I think it's both. There's nothing wrong with it being both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean it's look, a match with Jericho is 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 currency, you know? It's like yeah. it's a it's a lot. It's gonna mean a lot for him. Um and also Jericho needs something to do until whatever he does next, if it's the Tyson thing or whatever. Mm hmm. Uh Oh uh, sleazy mo in terms of kayfabe does orange Cassidy have a closet full of multiple identical denim jackets and jeans I think that's the case
2: yeah I think so he has, he does like 10 of each mm. uh, white 92 asked Steve deep space 9
1: or next generation oh man oh. so this is my non-answer to that I always say next generation is iconic Deep Space Nine is the best Star Trek there is. I don't even know. I don't even know what any of that means.
2: That means uh, you actually like deep, deep Space Nine the most. So you're a your, your DS9 guy.
1: They had like 10 episode serialized arcs that were just brilliant. I mean, it was absolutely just fantastic television. It really was. But there is something about Next Generation. Like you can sit down and watch any episode of Next Generation at 2 o'clock in the morning. Uh, with some fast food, and it's like the best thing ever. It's amazing.
2: Uh, Hood Alex says, "Who is a wrestler you recently became a fan of after watching NXT tonight in his promo?" It's Santos Escobar.
1: For oh Alex. wow, that's cool.
2: For Steve, it's Otis. He didn't he didn't like heavy machinery for the longest time, and now he loves Otis.
1: Well, isn't that like every wrestler for me though?
2: Yeah, pretty much. It was Rusev. That was the case with Rusev. Several others. I could think of numerous examples. Yeah, of wrestlers when you they first came out debuted. Uh, you're like, mm not into it. And then eventually became a fan. So basically every wrestler.
1: Yeah. Yeah, although, I don't know, like with Rusev, here's the thing, though. I don't know if I've ever done that with wrestlers who have remained static. Otis, they took Otis to a whole different level and separated him from Kentucky, and that's when I really was like, oh, wow. Okay, this story is actually kind of fun, and Otis is doing a lot of really fun stuff. And before, it was just like, I don't know, they just weren't doing that before. Like he was kind of weird, but he wasn't doing the full-on Chris Farley thing. Like everybody that I like, I've come around to because they've like changed up what I didn't like about them.
2: Patrick Oliva says Steve is a Matt Taven fan now.
1: I have not. See, I have no idea what he's doing. He's in well, Ring, he's in of, Ring Honor. of Honor,
2: so he's not wrestling right so now. So he's either. not doing anything. Not doing anything.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, James Fletcher with Orange Cassidy returning. What do you think of them giving him a bit more of a serious side and where do you think this could go? So my thing about Orange Cassidy is that he's vastly entertaining, but he's also got a super low ceiling. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I don't know what more you can do with him. I'm sure he's like, got I think he's probably got a lot more that he can do, but mm-hmm. I don't know where else you take that character. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully yeah. they'll surprise me.
2: Yeah, I hope so. I hope so, too.
1: Uh, Okay, and uh, last one, Gregory Faia. What next WWE legend do you want to see on AEW? I want to see the Dead Man Undertaker. Man, he's Um, going to be for life. Mark Calloway. uh, Vince, I ain't never going to no other company. nobody is I ain't never going to no other company. Sid. Sid. What would Sid do? What would you have Sid do? He would confront Jake know, and he'd be like, uh why do you have this no. guy? No. Okay. You gotta have a segment between Sid and Arn. Oh wow. Oh <sighs> awkward. Yeah. So yeah. awkward. Oh anyways that's it for the show thanks everybody tomorrow at noon pacific 3 eastern we'll be dropping our nxt review so hang out with us right here on the twitch for that and then of course it'll be uploaded to youtube right afterwards thanks everybody for tuning in. we appreciate it until next time we'll talk to you later
2: good night goodbye